We've been saying it for a while, but gosh, we live in interesting times. And much of that interest has been sparked by the current president of the United States, who has taken, you have to say, a, a more aggressive stance than his forebears to some long-standing problems. So he's taking aim at many of the organisations that have been part of the world's normal for many decades now. And also ones that have been around not so long. I mean, first he pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord, then the TPP trade uh, agreement, but he's now gone to, on to attack some longer standing frameworks. So recently, Donald Trump has threatened to dismantle the World Trade Organization. And of course, NATO has been in his fire over the past few weeks. Both organizations born out of war and conflict. I think it's worthwhile to remember where they came from, what they did. Uh, the World Trade Organization first started out as GATT. Remember GATT? the General Agreement on Tariff and Trade. And it started way back in 1948 after World War II, and it was created along with the IMF, the Monetary Fund, and the World Bank to reduce economic difficulties between nations that so often escalated into military actions. And in 1994, with globalism starting, it was refashioned and renamed the World Trade Organization. Now, it is fair to say, therefore, at its most basic level, the WTO, the World Trade Organization, has worked because we've not had a worldwide conflict for 70 years. It is also fair to say, however, that uh, globalization and the differing relativities between emerging and mature markets means that the organization is creaking at the seams, and that's what Donald Trump can see. And that's why he wants it to be broken up in some way or another. Meanwhile, NATO. NATO is receiving not-so-friendly fire from the president. It's a collective defence alliance between 29 countries that started in 1949, again after the last pan-European war. It gained more prominence during the Cold War. That was between Western Europe and uh, the States and, of course, Russia. Again, you have to say it's worked with no major conflict um, in the European area, with the exception of the Bosnian conflict, uh, for the past 70 years. But again, it's starting to creak. America has been complaining for a long time that it pays more than its fair share. That's true, mentioned by a number of administrations. But if there's one thing Donald Trump hates more than Hillary Clinton, it's an unfair deal, and so he's attacking NATO hard. So now today we find out that 16 former foreign ministers on July the 9th, including our own Don McKinnon, who was also a former Commonwealth Secretary General, have written Donald Trump a letter urging him to show some support for NATO before next week's NATO summit in Brussels and then, of course, Trump's meeting with Putin. Now, these 16 people said, who the hell are they? Well, they're not snowflakes, nor are they idiots. The Malcolm Rifkins of this world, yes, the Madeleine Albright, I know, uh, from Clinton's administration, I know, but Don McKinnon, Commonwealth Secretary General, they're not snowflakes, they're not idiots, and between them, they have centuries of experience, and they know that NATO works. They know that Russia is dangerous. After all, name any other nation who has recently annexed and subsumed neighboring nations. There's only one, and that's Russia. Crimea and the Ukraine. Now, look, I understand Trump's concerns. They are America's concerns. They're not new. America allowed itself to over-contribute which they did because it also gave them more influence, but it's costing them. I think I understand Trump's tactics, which is to blow everything up and then start again, renegotiating. But as Britain is finding with Brexit, fixing everything up after blowing them up 
takes time. And while you're rebuilding, you're weak. And if NATO in particular is blown up, I'd love to see Vladimir Putin's grinning face in the next couple of weeks. And sometimes I'd just like to say this. There is something to be said for the iron hand in a velvet glove. And I think the world will feel a bit more secure if Donald Trump learnt the technique 